This is the Talk Theater in Chicago interview podcast. I'm your host this week, Anne Nicholson-Weber, and my guests are four artists associated with the um, newly opened production of Gary Henderson's play Skin Tight, being produced by Core Theater as their debut production at the Space at Red Orchid. My guests are Victoria Diorio, who is a director of the show and a founding company member, Tasha Fowler, who is one of the two cast members and also a founding member of Core Theater, and then Scott Cummins and Julia Neary, um, who worked together on the movement in the show, which is really the key element that I want to talk about, and it's distinctively important in this show. So Scott is the fight choreographer and Julia is the movement choreographer. So maybe, uh, Victoria, you could just um, pretty briefly try to describe what the show is and and how it's somewhat unusual. Um, briefly describe the show. Um, it's uh, it's a, it's a visceral interpretation of a love affair. It's the way I kind of look at it. Um, it's it's a look back on the lives of these two people who uh, need to part by the end of the play. Who feel uh, it's impossible for them to, to separate. And it's told through um, a lot of, um, of body-manufactured kind of feelings. So everything is, is movement-oriented and based in the body. And um, so a lot of our work came out of nece- not necessarily looking at it from interpretive intellectual decisions and then coming at it. We really went from body out. Um, and it is uh, violent and sensual and sexual, and it's all the things that are, that are corporal in order for two people to separate. Yeah. So, and just to put that in really concrete terms, a lot of the time on stage is fighting, lovemaking, um, not so much talking. I mean, there's certainly there's plenty of text, but I feel like the main mode of communication is, as you say, physical movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also, the show plays a lot, I think, with the fine line between violence and sex and is, and is using, to my mind, the fighting in a very um, metaphorical way. Um, it's not so, I mean, you, you can, as an audience member, I, I think you can look on it that they actually are fighting or my take on it more was that the physical fighting was a way of physicalizing their emotional relationship. Exactly, yes. Um, but it means that the actors spend a lot of time running, fighting, struggling, wrestling um, to depict the emotions of a marriage. Right. So um, with a text like this, um, it seems to me that your approach to rehearsal and to working with the actors and um, for Julia and for Scott, the, um, the importance of their work is different than a, you know, a kind of a more typical wordy texty play. Um, so I'd be interested to know, again, starting with you, Victoria, kind of how your preparation might have been different. Um, you know, that, that's just an added layer. It's not the, um, everything else is exactly the same as you would approach a player production mm-hmm. that normally without that kind of level of violence or, or movement. But that is an added layer on top of everything else. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a musical is, you know, the musical is an added layer on top of, right. you know, the actual play acting. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a lot of um, pre-planning and a lot of discussion beforehand, and um, and in my mind, I I looked at it more as a as choreography <laughs> instead, mm-hmm. 
it's interesting because I approach plays when I direct differently each time, whether mm -hmm. I want to come at it from emotional side first or I want to come at it from a text-based side. And this one was really coming at it from the movement side first mm -hmm. and then developing the rest of it as we went. So what does that mean in concrete terms? You walk into the first rehearsal and what do you do? <laughs> well, one thing was we met with Toy. Well, actually, Julie met with Toy because um, <laughs> I <clears throat> missed the meeting. But we, we met and uh, Julie and I choreographed uh, certain sections ahead of time. Mm -hmm. before, before rehearsals before started. Before the actors even got to, got together. And they had the scripts, but they hadn't started rehearsals yet. So her and I got together and uh, created a bunch of chunks of choreography that we, we had sort of certain ideas of where they might fit within the script mm -hmm. based on what Gary wrote, um, which, which does an important thing which made us ask questions. Then we could go back to Toy, okay, what are we saying with this fight? And then once we get the actors doing it, we ask more questions. So we're all on the same page, using the movement to tell the story. Now, one thing I want to make clear, and you saw the show, but somebody who was listening might not see the show. It's I don't, although it's a metaphor. I don't feel that the show is stylized at all. The script is somewhat stylized, yeah. but when you're watching it, it feels immediate and not distanced as uh, as opposed to a dance piece might feel right. or a movement piece. They're might really feel. fighting. It looks like they're really yeah. fighting. Yeah, yes. and, that, yeah. and that's the idea to kind of get yeah. that, and then the audience. Instead of the audience having to um, come to it and figure figure out what's happening, uh, the audience sees what's happening and then it goes back into their mind. So hopefully we're hitting it viscerally first and something that's very relatable, yeah. and then we go into their head. Where sometimes mm -hmm. what does this mean is the yes. second question. Kind yeah, of. instead yeah. of the instead of the first reaction. Right. And sometimes movement pieces, and no offense to anybody who does movement, <laughs> but sometimes movement pieces you're watching it and you you can occasionally feel distanced, and as you figure it out, you you sort uh -huh. of seep into it. This way you're into it, and then your mind pulls out of it. Well, how much does the playwright give you in terms of direction um, on the movement? A lot. Yeah, um, he was very specific. Yeah. yeah. We actually um, took out a lot of his um, stage directions that were in there. Um, I, I believe the way this play was probably produced originally was very metaphorically and very representational. Um, and mm -hmm. a lot of the things didn't fit in with what Scott was just talking about, about trying to make this real in front of people mm -hmm. um, and uh, so when we were going through it we would literally get in rehearsal and go that doesn't work for our play so there was a lot of like representational stuff that we ended up taking out of the script can you uh, explain how you're using that word representational uh, for for example uh, and in the in the script at the end of the play there's a moment where uh, they do this kind of water ritual where they take a towel and dip it under water and put it over each other's heads, squeeze the towel, and the water raining over the heads is supposed to be the representational of the kind of baptism. But it's a very figurative mm -hmm. approach to it. Instead of, no, we just want to get in the bath and wash her body. In other words, it didn't feel to you like if you, if you're trying to respond literally as well as metaphorically, these people would actually do that. Is right. that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So yeah. you were taking a text that may have been conceived to be more stylized and saying we're going to make it specific and literal at the same time that exactly. we hope it resonates metaphorically. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And that didn't come out until the end. Yeah. I mean, we were in tech. Um, well, it was tech. It no, was well, it was right one of the runs before, too, where I said I, it just doesn't make sense. For, for the story that I'm watching for these people, um, it seemed more disruptive. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so. Well, is it just luck that um, you're choreographing for a man and a woman, which I would imagine isn't, you know, the most common coupling when you're fight, uh, staging fights, um, and the whole play is is choreographing for a man and a woman? Is it just luck that you are a man and a woman, and 
did you use that when well, you I'm were very, wor- I, I, working I'm on the I'm very happy to women? be a woman, so I feel very <laughs> lucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the, um, the great thing is, <laughs> the great thing is that Scott and I do have a long history of working together. Mm-hmm. So, um, a- a- and fighting together. Uh-huh. So, so um, when Toy asked, I think Scott to do the fight choreography, right? And then Scott also suggested me for the fight choreography. Um, it was a great opportunity for us to come back and work because we hadn't actually beaten each other up in about ten years, I think. Yeah. Um, so for us, it it it, it was kind of natural. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The the difficult part in many ways was then giving it up to to another man and woman that have a different kind of um, dynamic, didn't really know each other, have different bodies, mm-hmm, right. body types, sizes, the way they move. So that to us was going to be an important adjustment. And to me, it seemed really fortuitous, or maybe not a really good choice in casting, that Tasha and Tony, who is the other cast member, are of a size. Tony's not a huge guy, um, so that you're kind of matched as combatants physically. Mm-hmm. And I would think that for you two doing the movement, that opens up possibilities or different possibilities than when you've got a big guy and a little woman. Is that, am I making that up? Is that true? That is true. And you know, when we choreographed it, we choreographed it with our bodies and with the back of our mind, well, this might be different for Tasha and Tony. Because in fact, I'm sitting in the room with you can say that you're a bigger guy and a littler woman. Yeah. Right. Right. (laughs) We we did have that in mind uh, Uh that they were going to be this way. But just like anything, you give an actor something, even when you're directing something and you see how that specific actor interprets what you've given. Mm -hmm. And then if you're any good as your job, as a choreographer or a director or whatever you then take what they're given and adjust what you've done mm-hmm. you don't adjust the actor as much mm-hmm. as you can I mean you, you do have to alter you the you actor you meet in the middle you meet in the middle somewhere yeah, but yeah. you have to you have to and you're doing a disservice disservice if you don't adapt to what the actor's doing because they're given they're an artist too so right. you, you actually it, it's harder work to you know to to try to impose something on an actor right. mm-hmm. than it is that something's come out naturally. If, if a move's not working, you've worked on it for several, time, several times over and over again, it's still not working. Well, then the move's wrong. Uh-huh. It's for not this, the actor's for this mm-hmm. actor. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, so Tasha, now let's talk about your side of it a little bit. Um, <laughs> did you have a hand in choosing the piece? Um, I did. Um, we, Toy and I had worked on this um, other show, and that was two years ago, and we had jokingly said we should work together again and we were going back and forth and um, the lighting designer for our show, Jason Fazel, had um, done this script 10 years ago in Milwaukee and uh, it's one of his favorite plays and Mm. he and Toy were talking and he sent Toy this play, Skin Tight, and then Toy came into Four Moon. A lot of this happened to add Four Moon at the bar. Um, <laughs> all of our discussions and all this, um, so it's really funny. Um, but Toy came in and I was saying, you know what I'd really like to explore? And I started talking about this idea of of real love and, and how you know we, we say love, but what we, we encompass a lot of different things. Um, mm-hmm. And she said, well, you know, I just got the script. <laughs> so she sent it to me and within an hour I, I had read it and emailed her and I was like, yes, we have to. We have we have to do this. It's the right time to do this. It's um, it's such an important story to tell, um, and, and in such a, a theatrical way. Right. And I think that um, what excites both Toy and I about producing theater and creating theater is that how can how can we not only tell a story that is uh, relevant to what's going on right now and, and what is relevant in people's lives, but how can we tell a story theatrically? Yeah. You know, wh- why do it on the stage? So. Um, 
Yeah, so I read it and really loved it and thought, okay, so how can we do this? And then yeah. and a week later we had the rights. Yeah. <laughs> it was literally that fast. Wow. And Tasha, do you have a lot of background in stage combat or movement? No, I was the problem child. Um, <laughs> it told, yeah, I, you know, we, we, we held auditions and um, we saw some of the, Scott and Julia did a combination for the auditions and mm-hmm. Tony really came in and was an, a really wonderful actor and a really wonderful mover. Mm-hmm. And um, so I started working out and like <laughs> training, but um so no, I didn't, uh-huh. and it was really. And, the, and Scott and Julie are very gracious because um, there were there were some things I I couldn't do. My body uh, does not move the way Julia's beautiful body does. So <laughs> I was like, I can't squat down that far, or I can't. <laughs> you know, um, there were just things that um, we we altered, mm-hmm. um, which which was really great for yeah, me. You, yeah. you put a costume on the actor's body. You put the choreography on the yeah. actor's body, right? Yeah. Um, well, so it sounds like it must have been very strenuous, um, and you yeah. must, I would think you end every performance kind of dead. <laughs> yeah, true? I mean, yes, and I have a lot of breezes. They're starting to go away now. I've been eating a lot of bananas and iron. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, very tired. But it's interesting, the, the hard part about doing this, I know we're focusing specifically on the physical today, but... The really, the the most difficult part about this is not the the actual fight choreography, it's being in the moment with with Tony, so that we can't ever check out. And the, mm-hmm. the play is only forty five minutes, and the minute you start thinking about like what the next move is, you've you've checked out, and you're not bringing your intention to what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And in you know in this play, not to give the ending away, but it's a couple that has a separate, and and my my character Elizabeth she's the initiator that she's saying I have to go I have to go and so that with the fight you know every every movement isn't about like I'm trying to like break his neck or I'm trying to like punch his nose in it's much more like have you heard me yet no okay I'm gonna do this have you heard me yet no okay I gotta check in with him because Mm -hmm. if he's heard me then I can stop the fight I don't have to continue Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's it's not until he hears me that I'm like, okay. And then, you know, then we go on. So that's been the most difficult part. Or not most difficult, um, most uh, draining mm-hmm. is is actually just Total being so focused on this this man that I'm I just I love so much and we, we have to get through this really difficult thing together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well so let's go back to the process of choreographing a fight mm-hmm. because I I find it such an interesting form of storytelling. Could you give an example of what might be in the stage directions and then how you go from that to actually creating the specific <laughs> movement? You can start. Um, well, uh, something that might be in the stage directions is uh, they start, they engage in a fight. Their bodies slam together and uh, there are many blows stricken, um, and somebody gets the upper hand. One character gets the upper hand. Then they go at it again, even harder, and it ends with so and so getting the upper hand. Mm-hmm. Um, this this playwright was specific about certain hits and punches as well. Some mm-hmm. of which we kept, some of which we didn't. We didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think and my interpretation of what a writer does is, is so specific. Is he's just trying to give you uh, a feeling of the, of the whole. Mm-hmm. And 
and what kind of he's he's trying to communicate with the choreographer right. in a certain way. Mm -hmm. And and writers are used to be are used to being interpreted. Right. So then that's just my guide mm -hmm. to, to the beginning, middle, end, and like something have. Uh, where does it go here? Okay, let's end it like this, and then we'll go there, and we'll show it to Toy and to the actors. We'll see if that works, and then. And then again, like then you get more questions, like how do we want to end this fight now? Who gets the upper hand now? The script says this, but you know, like uh, the opening fight, we wanted to be careful. We had some earlier punches in, but we didn't want to put any any actual punch that landed until the very end of the fight, mm -hmm. or the end of the phrase of the first fight, mm -hmm. to just break it there. To be careful that we're we're leading up or telling the story. Right. So so somewhere to go. Somewhere to go. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So that would help mm -hmm. tell the story. So it becomes back to the story. Does the playwright tell you how long a fight should last? No. Mm -mm. How long Five is that first fight, just as an example? Uh, Anybody know? I don't know. Uh, two and a half minutes. minutes. Yeah. Which is long for a stage fight, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially a hand-to-hand. -hand. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, it's not a sword fight. A sword fight. Right. right. Uh -huh. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I think one of the... I don't like fights that are too long. Um, I just think mm -hmm. all of a sudden you start seeing the tricks. You start yeah. seeing, you start not believing it. Mm -hmm. um, the story gets lost in over movement. I, I even feel that way about film when I'm watching film. Mm -hmm. You know, those those hand to hand combat. You know, as much as I love the Born Identity movies, sometimes those hand to hand fights just go on forever. And you're like, okay, mm -hmm. can we move forward? Um, well, I, I'll say I did not have that experience in this show. I did not feel like any of those fights were too long. So tell we actually me. extended one. Lately. Yeah, the yeah, knife. Oh, yeah, the knife in the mouth. Yeah, the <laughs> the second portion of the the um, the knife in the mouth, in the mouth fight. Uh -huh. I guess you would call it. Um, Sex and, scene. You could also yeah. call yeah. it. Yeah, it, it went by too quickly, and yeah. uh -huh. when we got into the technical process of putting all the elements in. All of a sudden, it was over, and it it it, it lost its resonance. Yeah, right. right. its power, and okay. and uh, and it was also connected to the sound. Lindsay yeah. Yeah. Lindsay Jones, who did a wonderful job with the sound, um, he brought in a a piece of music, real sound, drums, and yeah. and so it just felt like it needed to be matched. Well, okay, I'm going to just keep pushing here, though. The two of you look at this script, mm -hmm. say, okay, so we're going to do the first fight. Then what? And so what are you doing in the room? So, well, in the room, we had the script, um, and we knew the first move. Um, because that's two in the script. Slammed slamming together. together. Right. Two bodies slammed together. Right. Okay. So she got on one side of the room, I got on the other, and like, okay, we're slamming together. Each other, and, okay. <laughs> now what happens? Yeah. yeah. Okay. How do then, we want to hold each yeah, other? Which hand goes here, which hand goes there? And uh -huh. then it can, be, it can get pretty tedious, actually, when you're choreographing. Yeah. Because it's so slow, you mean? Or what do you mean? Um, because you have to dissect every move, uh -huh, right. especially if you're going to teach it to somebody else. And then right. you have to repeat a lot. Yeah, right. so you do it again. Okay, let's try this again. Oh, that move didn't feel right. Let's right. go back. And sometimes you spend. You know, you have to take a lot of breaks because a lot of choreography mm -hmm. we did during the heat wave. You talk about where your hands are. Okay, let's do the slam. What does this lead us to? Yeah. Where so you're just improvising to? move to yeah, move to move. Yeah, yeah you kind of do it. You feel your way through it. We felt uh -huh. our way through it with each other. And because we've had so many years of experience together, mm -hmm. we were able to, to trust each other. And, you know. And it was fun. It was fun beating him up. <laughs> it would be fun because, you know, he'd hit me somewhere. And I, I'll take that momentum of my body and go someplace. Depending on what you know, what that hit was, it might make me want to kick him in the face or right. pull his hair, or you know, yeah. or where the where the flow of my body goes. Do I turn? And when I turn, I reposition myself mm -hmm. in relationship to his body, and he has time to Work move up. forward. Mm -hmm. So and now here we are here. Here we what? are. So w what what body part is available? Yeah. What do you feel like doing from here? And uh -huh. usually uh -huh. it's a. It, 
usually it's an exchange, but not always, where he has one, then I have one, that kind of back and forth. Right. Sometimes I might have two or he has two in terms attacks, of dominance or, or attacks. Or, uh-huh. or, mm-hmm. um, and what are the – this is a – probably a too abstract a question, but what are the criteria by which you say, mm, no, that's not right? Um, you don't know until you get in the room with the actors. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, sometimes we're like Sometimes that. we know, yeah. We, we knew it like, just felt just too hokey or... Yeah, it um, felt too hokey or, or more violent than we more, wanted to yeah. be. Mm-hmm. One question that we answered pretty quickly was, how good of fighters do we want these guys yeah, to be? Yeah, that's an interesting point. Like, do we want pretty these guys good. to be... <laughs> Well, but do we? But not necessarily the actors as as. But not born identity good. Yeah, I see what you I, mean. You right, know, right. it's just scuffle. It's like that. It's a domestic. It's a domestic right. fight. Right, 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 right. I see what you're saying. The These are not are good, trained. But the characters are not. Right, understood. they're not trained fighters. Right. They're um, right. emotional fighters. Right, right. Which we could have been at it for a while though. Mm-hmm. They've right. They've learned each other. Yeah, sure. Right. Strengths and weaknesses right. and stuff. Just right. like in a relationship, you when you fight, you're. You're pretty good at fighting with the You other know person. where the buttons are, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that was something that someone um, said to me uh, after the preview and something that I actually said to Julia because I got to come in and watch their, some of their choreography. And what was really great is it was like, great, Julia's fighting like a woman and she's mm-hmm. holding her own. And if you actually saw these guys fight, even though there's this huge size difference, it still looked like Julia it's was totally, mm-hmm. like totally holding her own, but in a very feminine way, mm-hmm. not, you know, Julia was not trying to fight like a man. Right. She was fighting like a woman. Right. And I, that was, that, that translation was so important for me coming into the room because I kept reminding myself, I'm not a man. I'm not supposed to be able to right. punch him square in the jaw. And it, it happened the same way that he's going to do that to right. me. So <laughs> as a woman, how am I going to come at this? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that that really, mm-hmm. it worked really well with them working together. And with the continue of, of the metaphor, you know, when you're fighting with somebody that you love, there's, you really restrain yourself, hopefully, if you right. love them, from giving a, a killer blow when the killer blow happens. Um, because they, they're the most vulnerable to you than anybody else, right. especially in a husband-wife relationship. Um, so even when you're fighting, and I get in fights with my wife about, the, and there's, there, there's a lot of bickering before a big fight blows up into a big fight where you're really trying to hurt, hurt each, each other. other. Right. Um, so that was that, that metaphor really resonated with all of us, I right. think, that it's not always about trying to kill somebody. It was right. just kind of trying to hurt them so they because they're hurting you. Or to shut them up. Or, right, yes. yes. Or just to be engaged. Do you know? Yes. Just to be actually... To, to be heard. each other. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. One of the things that struck me about it is that um, so often when you fight, it's not about... You can't even remember. What were we fighting about? I don't know. You just remember the emotion. Mm-hmm. And this, to me, was a metaphorical way of, of representing mm-hmm. that. We didn't know and we didn't actually care what they were fighting about. It was about the relationship. It was a way of relating. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. I was going to say one of the things that I, I've appreciated more as, the, as we worked on it was the fact that they chose a piece that um, is so intimate. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like especially because I teach students at the theater school, um, constantly trying to work on this sense of really finding intimacy with each other. And at a time where there is a removal of touch in mm-hmm. many ways. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you see pe- two people going out for dinner and they're both on their phones. Right. That they're, so a really important part to me coming into this project was how do I evoke... Um, 
that kind of sensuality, that that um, that freedom of the body to to let the other person in, to fit, mm-hmm. so that you really believe that these two people fit together, yeah. and they don't think about it. There's not a, a self consciousness about it. Right. So our very first day of rehearsal, I spent a couple hours with them moving around on the ground, separate, with big ball, like squishy balls, you know, so that they could surrender into that before they ever could surrender to each other, because mm-hmm. it's, it's easier to do that. Right. And the actors did not know each other going into this process no. at all. Right. So we really had to achieve uh, the feeling of a married couple that had been together for years. For years. At the start. So that's what really, Julie, helped the most, I think. I think that's one of the mysteries for a layperson is, I mean, actors do a lot of things that are amazing, but one of the ones that's kind of obviously challenging for a regular person is to get naked together, to be in such close mm-hmm. physical contact with someone who actually isn't your lover. And how, what is the process for the actor to be willing to go there? And how do you kind of keep it, the line between yourself and um, the character? Well, we, working day one coming in day one and doing all that movement um was was so important and we continue to do movement every day because that's the only way that you're really going to be able to um get to know each other's bodies and that's it's really important and uh you you begin to know each other in a physical way that um you can't manufacture you know, intellectually or you can't you know I, I there was never a moment where I was like okay I'm going to pretend that Tony is this other person that I'm in love with you mm-hmm. know what I mean like it was always about like Tony as Tom you know in the rehearsal room we went out to one lunch one day and we talked about what we were afraid of and you know it was never like okay we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna choreograph you know sex right now so mm-hmm. you guys go do that it came out of we would be improving as Tom and Elizabeth and doing a lot of movement things and something would happen and we would go oh my gosh like you know after when we would we would break to discuss things and and it happened organically. I guess that's what I'm trying to say is that things would happen organically between Tom and Tom and Elizabeth mm-hmm. as the characters in the rehearsal room. Mm-hmm. And then when those you know the first time that happens, it's great because then you 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 use that and you go, okay, now I can take that special moment and put it on stage. Um, so I think that that's kind of is that what I'm trying to say? Yeah, it was never um, the intention in, in directing it and getting it to that point, um, which actually I was very nervous about because I had never directed anything of that kind of intimacy before, mm-hmm. and um, and so I talked to a lot of director friends about how they did it and just to see what other people did in order to get two actors who didn't know each other to that level of right. intimacy, and um, and then it was um, imposed moments of of what the first kiss would be like, and I actually mm-hmm. left them in the room and I said you have to do this as Tom and Elizabeth the stage manager and I left the room and I'm like when you guys are, have had your moment come back out and and then you called us back in yeah I would say that um, you know as actors that's our job mm-hmm. it's our right. profession right mm-hmm. so <laughs> well do you mind Tasha just describing when you and Tony were in that room alone and having to improvise this kiss is it awkward or is it not awkward you know that's what I'm trying to understand right right um it, no I mean we knew we knew that we were gonna have to I mean we're gonna have to do this Tony just the way you're describing it it totally is awkward so yeah it's completely awkward um but when when tony's response to reading the play when we asked him to audition um he emailed us back 
and he was like, this play is absolutely beautiful. And he just celebrated his one year anniversary. Mm. Um, and so I think that for him, a lot of the themes that we're talking about in the play are things that he's, you know, um, going through right now, right. you know. Um, so for him, it was really important to tell the story too. So we both came came to the piece and was like, okay, we really want to be that couple. And mm-hmm. we and we both understand what that means. So we knew that. Was it awkward when Toy was like, okay, we're going to leave the room and leave you two in here as Tom and Elizabeth? Yes, it was awkward. Right, and we right. started laughing. And we were like, okay, we're grown adults here. You know, right. we're both in our 30s. Like, <laughs> why we are we like, right. yeah. And but we just we just said okay so um, and we used I as in like I was speaking as Elizabeth and he was mm-hmm. using I as he was speaking as Tom and you know we were saying well, okay I remember because the play does a lot of I remember so mm-hmm. we were like okay well I remember being uh, with our group of friends and we listed some names and, and I remember swimming that night and I remember the water was really warm and I remember seeing you and I remember so then it just became about like the memory and we started building the story together Mm -hmm. and he was like oh and did you know did you know that so-and-so was there and you know so we built it up and and remember how that willow was off to the side and we kind of snuck away and so we literally like built this like incredible really detailed story and probably it was so detailed because we were like delaying (laughs) (laughs) but then you know then then it did happen and it was a really special kind of um moment between tom and elizabeth Mm -hmm, and um i can just imagine like if that was scott and i we'd just be like we're just smashing like that's not a problem let's just like they'd walk out the door door closed make out for a while okay <laughs> but well, we also wanted, known each other for 20 years. Yeah. Right. So that's the yeah. difference. Right. That is, yeah. That's the difference. We wanted to, there was something though um, in the script that talks about Tom and Elizabeth and how they are each other's firsts in mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like yeah. that their particular relationship isn't a relationship where they would just jump on each other. Right. I think it would have been a little bit more like, very specific Mm -hmm. and that's so it was important for me to approach it the way that elizabeth would approach it and not the way that tasha would uh, would approach it it's also a different time period too it -hmm. it is an older Mm -hmm. an older feeling and a little bit more of um uh, well it's a very i mean just the different time is also a different form of sexual um, uh, attitude of sexuality it's it's, uh, more of a conservative approach mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. right it's certainly so. less explicit in the way they talk about mm-hmm. sex right. even though they're you know clearly you know have been sexual <laughs> partners for a really long time right. they they yeah. don't name anything explicitly that's and mm-hmm. that seems to us I kind of an old-fashioned way to be past gas right it's not even a sexual reference right 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 well i i think it's just again it's something that people who don't act are fascinated by you know how much is there just a switch that you flick and you're you're not yourself you're the character and how much is it? You're always there, of course. So, yeah. so how does the Tasha in the room, and the uh, Tony in the room, coexist with the Elizabeth and the Tom in the room? And and this was just a way to try to explore that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's a real. I mean, I think that's the magic of theater. I mean, I don't think that there's a real answer. And I think every actor is different. And there's a lot of. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of me and Elizabeth. And um, but you know, you. But it's your job. It's your job to be both you and this character, and 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 live in this kind of 
live in that space, right? Yeah. It's like living in that. Can you? You probably can speak yeah. more to that. No, I, what all I was going to say is, it's an actor's job to live in his given circumstances, um, and you hope if you're a talented actor, as these guys are, that if you believe your given circumstances then the audience is going to believe those given circumstances. So the switch that you're talking about becomes actually second nature to an actor that we don't mm -hmm. even consider it a switch, but mm -hmm. I'm talking to you, and if I'm going to go into a scene now with Julia or Tasha or anybody else, I have to switch my brain into a different circumstance. So it's, it's, it's as, almost as simple as imagination. Just pretending really just hard. Pretending yeah. and really yeah. believing it. it right. And having the access to yourself mm -hmm. to when you do believe it, that the people watching you believe it as well. Right. And see it. That's yeah. the only way they'll believe it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's you always you. And that's, <laughs> yeah. that's you know, it's true. always so you. It's going to be your voice, your body. Your body. Yeah. Right. And we talk about training and all these other, th you know, the training that people go to, to school. And a lot of people believe, uh, well, I could just be an actor. Look, that looks pretty easy. Well, you can do some acting that way. Yes, mm -hmm. there's some acting that people can do naturally. But where your training comes in, and most of us are very well trained, um, is being able to flick that switch in a lot of different circumstances in a lot of different ways mm -hmm. um, and take somebody else's words and make them your own right. by, by using the given circumstances to get your objective. Say it and say words that you didn't make up and make it sound like you did or feel like you are making exactly. them up in the moment or the movement, making that yeah. movement up in the moment even though it has yeah. to be so precise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I imagine that the trick with the movement is that it just is done, it, it gets so deep into your body, you know it so well so instinctive mm -hmm. that it can seem like you're making it up. That's a funny yeah. Well, and then also, once, yeah. once, once, you know, when you talk about the, the fights being exhausting, they are physically, they are exhausting, but they're also emotional. Right. You know, once your body starts going into that place, you, you don't, your imagination is taking off just like a kid in a playground. And your you body know? does you're not know doing the what you need And it to doesn't do. know the difference. Yeah. Your body does not know the difference. When, mm -hmm. Your body doesn't know when you're pretending. Your body still is reacting to what your brain is telling it to do. Amy Morton talked about in August Osage County, it was a very emotional thing, and she would be exhausted mm -hmm. eight shows a week mm -hmm. on Broadway and at Steppenwolf. <clears throat> she said it was the hardest thing she ever did because her, the emotional range was so great, mm -hmm. and her body doesn't know the difference when she's It's pretending. like she really went through yeah. that body, much anger. That's right. I see what you're that saying. Yeah. 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 The only thing you really have to concentrate on was slowing it down. Yeah. So that, For us, because yeah. it's the first time that the audience sees it, and once it got comfortable with them, they would just go into it, and we're like, "Well, we can't follow. You can't follow. You have to slow it down." And, and that's the interesting technical side. I think that although you kind of go into this abandon with it, you still have to remember to be restrained in a way. Yeah, well, because the moves are—you're not really right. punching. You have to hold right. that punch, yeah, but you've got it. But your your intention is flowing through. Right. And then somehow being stopped too. Yeah, really. Well, it's all very fascinating, I have to say. It's an amazing <laughs> process what you guys do. And thank you very much for joining me to talk thank about you it. Thank you for having us.